There ain't no monkeys in my family tree. We don't buy that macro evolution, do we? Some of you do. It is uh, Wednesday, October 11th, 2023 AD, Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. It's 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time. I'm going to bash Pete's coffee because there's a whole lot going on in the world, but I want to deal with the real evil things going on. (laughs) And I have some throwback Trump clips that I may... I hit the mic. That I may pepper throughout because our greatest president was was indeed our greatest president. Yes, sir. And uh, climate anxiety, the... Psychiatrist Association is all over the fact, the fact that bad air and bad weather and extreme events are bad for your mental health or something like that. And by the way, dehumanizing language used by one deep state member, a top guy at the CIA, I think, uh, former general. Uh, Michael Hayden, dehumanizing Tommy Tuberville. You know, they dehumanization for me and not for thee. Because you can't say NPC, that's dehumanizing. Non-player character, you can't do that. You also can't call people racist, that's dehumanizing. So stop calling the whites racist. And uh, by the way, shout out to the aged gals. Some gals are aged. I had a tip from Spoiler Alert come in at the end of the show... And I may cover it a little bit. Not that I comprehend it fully, but I comprehend it some, okay? So I may share some of that, okay? And I, if I have time, I will get to Ariana Grande because we care about the real stuff going on in the world. Don't, don't we? And by the way, after Hake, we have Walking on Water Hassan, Wow Hassan at 11 a.m. Pacific. And then, of course, American Anchor Baby after him. JesseLeePeterson.com slash show hashtag network for finding the uh, various network hosts and their info, their links, and their call-in lines. Most of the call-in lines are 888-77-JESSE, 1-888-775-3773. And I'll let you know if I get an archive service out. Well, I don't, maybe I won't let you know, um, but you'll see it on the Bond YouTube channel today if it will be ready. Okay? It might be ready. So anyway, all of those topics that I mentioned, hopefully, perhaps, and your calls if you'd like to call in, everybody. But anyway, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. I am fine. Cool Soundgarden t-shirt, Hake. It's not Soundgarden. I don't listen to them. They're not Christian. 
And by the way, didn't that singer uh, kill himself? Himself? Was he the Soundgarden singer? Audio slave singer? Chris Cornell? Whatever that guy's name is. He offed himself around the similar time as uh, Chester Bennington. They both offed themselves. Don't do that. Uh, no, this is a t-shirt from Zion. It says Zion because I am a Zionist. <laughs> nice. Zion is in Utah. Did you know? The real Israel is, in, is where the Mormons say it is. <laughs> no, I'm kidding around. Uh, but yeah, I've never been to Zion or Zion. But I liked the shirt. I won't tell you where I got it. Day 95 of asking Hake to silkscreen us some mildly attractive t-shirts. Yes, indeed. I am remiss. Well, anyway, how you guys doing? I'm fine. Might have already said that. Let's jump right into the Pete's Coffee mess. Mess, I tell you. They're evil. (laughs) And I'll prove it to you. SMH. I'm shaking my head, these POC employees. Annoy and their annoying white quote unquote customers. These anti white commercials. There are many uh, more organized channels than Hake that cover the anti white, they document the anti white um, propaganda in all of these evil commie capitalists, not Christian capitalists. Maybe some lame-o wannabe call themselves Christians, like, uh, Chick-fil-A, please. They're not Christians, they're commie capitalists. Well, maybe they're Christians, but they're lame-os. And we are all lame-os, children. Don't call people lame-os too much. But it's ridiculous. Kissing up to the blacks and kissing up to the fake idea of racism and all that stuff. Well, here's the, uh, here's, let me, without further ado, clip 31A. This is from, uh, Chicago Real 360, I think. Pete's Coffee Campaign Mango Breeze commercial, 30 seconds long. Look at this. It shows a PO, it shows these POCs standing all like, oh, we're Pete's Coffee, we're, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then it has these annoying looking and sounding purported whites participating in this anti-white assault on the American psyche. Catch this. Listen to this. Hello. Hi. She'll have a large pink mango breeze lemonade drink with extra sai infusion blast syrup. He'll have an extra large passion fruit princess smoothie with glitter whipped cream. And I'll just have a non-fat sweet persimmon fizzer with no foam, extra hot, extra dry with a half-calf triple berry infusion blast to go. Pete's doesn't do triple berry infusion blasts, but we do train our roasters for 10,000 hours in our art of small batch roasting. I hit a shelf. Crazy, huh? What a mess. Shows this black woman who just totally ignores. She just cur- gives th- that, what's it called? Curve? She gives the white woman a cur- the curve. Just says nothing and just walks off. Like she's like, oh, I'm, I'm a professional POC person, and uh, this annoying white woman and her daughter and son all spoiled being evil or being uh, obnoxious. Terrible, huh? And here's another one. Um, This one is called Birthday Cake, and it's, so that one was set in like a warehouse in this 
the the implication is it's an idiot white person drives into a warehouse thinking it's a drive-through and honking rudely at the person and has this complicated coffee order. Well, here's another one with a white couple, purportedly white couple, young preppies, look like they're in college, and they're in a coffee field or whatever field, bean field, whatever. Here's, and they're in like Colombia. And there's like this black Hispanic man who's a farmer, field tender, all dignified, and they're all undignified and getting crazy. Let me talk to your manager. Listen to this. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Hey, hi. Hi. Do you know what aisle the birthday cake blend is in? You know, they're beans that taste just like birthday cake, so it's like you're drinking a cup of birthday cake instead of a cup of coffee. We'd also take the rainbow <laughs> sprinkle donut blend if you have it. There is no way I'm drinking dark roast. <clears throat> Peach doesn't make coffee beans that taste like birthday cake, but they do find the highest quality beans and hand roast one batch at a time. Can we get a manager? What's happening? Yeah, this is crazy. Terrible, huh? That's your daily cringe content from Hake. Black Hispanic. Is that my uncle? (laughs) That's the real Mr. Man. And you can tell he, he does this sigh. (laughs) <laughs> like Hake does when he has to deal with these people. And by the way, Pete's Co- that was from Pete's Coffee YouTube channel, and they, they act like that's a kid's commercial. They're targeting children with this mess? Comments turned off, by the way. They're in a, they're not in a, you're not in an aisle. You are in a row of farm stuff. Thank you, Hake, I died inside. <laughs> They used a red-haired gal. Man. Let me cleanse your palate with Trump. A Trump throwback, please. Here is Trump. This is from 2020. I just came across it on my computer. This is a clip 10-11 from 2020, Hassan. Um... Not to be confused with 13-11, not Patriot Den. Uh, this is 10-11, Bob Woodward. You know, that famous, lame probably unchristian journalist who exposed Nixon with the Watergate scandal? Give me a break. Uh, Bob Woodward confronts our greatest president, Trump, interviewing him about, oh, I'm a white privileged male, and aren't you too? And Trump is like, wow. You really swallowed the Kool-Aid, didn't you? Look at, listen to you. Listen to this. But let, let me ask you this. I mean, we share uh, one thing in common. Uh, we're white, uh, privileged, who, uh, my father was a lawyer and a judge in Illinois, and we know uh, what your dad did. And uh, uh, do you have any sense that that, privilege has isolated and put you in a cave to a certain extent as it put me and I think lots of white privileged people in a cave and that we have to work our way out of it to understand uh, the anger and the pain particularly black people feel in this country. 
Do you no, you you really drank the Kool-Aid, didn't you? Just listen to you. Wow. No, I don't feel that at all. Nice. All right, as president, a man of the people, a man of God of the people. <laughs> Yale, a child of divorce. His parents divorced when uh, Bob Woodward, his child of divorce, his parents divorced when he was 12. Brother and sister raised by their father, who subsequently remarried. So he went with the mama, so he's a mama's boy. I'm trying to check his early life, Bob Woodward. White, this 80-year-old man, he's 80. Well, he was 77 when he was uh, talking to Trump back in 2020, roughly, give or take. White privilege. So that's a nice throwback. Isn't that refreshing? A little bit. Whew. We needed a relief after that. That, (sighs) Terrible. Okay, before I get uh, to calls, one more quick thing, maybe two. Uh, Climate anxiety. I read this in Hague News. Uh, The far-left females... No, no, CNN. The far-left commie nonsense network. Not not, uh, the skim. Shares this quote. These are not issues that we can wait and resolve later. As a society, we must act now. Now. Dr. Dennis P. Stolle, S-T-O-L-L-E, a senior director for the American Psychiatric Association. Bald-headed guy with a goatee type of thing. J.D., by the way, Ph.D., Climate for Health. Senior Director of Applied Psychology for the American Psychological Association. Oh, Psychological Association, not Psychiatric Association. Whoa, CNN got it wrong. Very fake news. Commenting on a new report that revealed climate change can have lifelong impacts on young people's so-called mental health. Study suggests that extreme weather events... Uh, and poor air quality can increase the risks of anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder, aggression, cognitive impairment, and more. Give our kids hope, says this sign in this CNN article. Terrible, huh? And the stuff that happens outside can affect your health, of course, right? Your, Your environment can affect your health, and it can even affect your brain. So be, don't be eating lead or, you know, mercury. Don't break open the thermometer and suck up the mercury. That's bad. Bad for you. So yes, out, outside things can affect your mind. But they're hyping and scaring the children. There's such a thing as climate anxiety. And they have it so bad that that one gal is it's affecting her so-called mental illness. Poor air quality. Isn't air quality, like, better than ever? In uh, L.A. it is. Better than when my mother was a kid or when I was a kid. The smog used to be awful. And then we got, what cleaned up the air? Catalytic converters or something? Not sure. But something cleans up the air in these motor vehicles. So the smog, we used to get smog bad. You, uh, after playing basketball in the afternoon... And then you breathe in heavy. 
You do that, if you tried to do that, it would itch so bad you... <laughs> so weird. So I've been smogged before. Not like you smog check your car, it's when you... Or, when, or late, af- late afternoon, evening, running in the canyon. Marshall Canyon, beautiful place. You run, jog through Marshall Canyon after 5 p.m., 6 p.m. In the, in the summertime. The smog just accumulates in the ca- canyon. Whoa, terrible. L.A. is not that smoggy anymore. I remember flying into Trenton. Trenton? Uh, New Jersey? As a kid? I was like, whoa, smog is nasty over there. But anyway, uh, yeah, the inner is also extremely important for your mind, your body, your habits, your behavior, your sleep. Hello, right? Anger, fear, and so-called anxiety, devilish stuff that they push. They push emotions. <laughs> you don't know what I drive. I don't drive a hybrid Prius. Or I, did, I won't say what I, whether I drive that. <laughs> uh, so anyway, here's this throwback clip. Our greatest president, once again, and then I'll get to calls. Hang tight. Um, throwback clip from Trump. No panic. This was during the China virus. It was 2020. Uh, this one is called Clip 10, but from 1010, I think. Yeah, 1010. Hassan. Here it is. Statements I made are I want to keep the country calm. I don't want panic in the country. I could cause panic much better than even you. I could do much. I would make you look like a minor league player. But you know what? I don't want to do that. I want to have our country be calm and strong and fight and win. Nice. Based. Our greatest president. Thank you. Isn't that refreshing? Oh, my goodness. Sweet. Ah. Anyway. Right on, our greatest president, Donald J. Trump. A man of spirit. (laughs) What you got against hybrids? (laughs) Yeah, good question. Stop judging. (laughs) <laughs> Lucas in California on the line. Lucas, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up, man? I'm doing all right. Right on. You yeah, know, I always um, want to call you Lucas Palucas. I know, yeah, that's what the Mexicans call me. Yeah, because Lucas is so good. <laughs> that spicy, powdery yeah. snack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know what's up with all this whole Jew stuff. Um, because we already give Israel over $3 billion like, dollars a year. I've um, heard. And on, on top of that, and like, if, if these conservatives, I, I love it. I love these conservatives coming out and showing the true colors because that's why I call myself a realist. Because they're all, oh, why are we giving money to Ukraine? Da, 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 da. And then whenever Israel, something happens to Israel, now they're just like, oh, Israel, oh my God, oh, this is so horrific. Da, da, da. It's like, it's like that's not our country. I'm, I might be racist or evil or whatever, but I only care about America. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, so they're talking about sending all kinds of money to to Israel on top of the three billion well, that they they get from us. Well, not not only that. What um what I'm seeing now is that all these these people are coming out on the streets and having their Palestine flag and having their Israel flag. And I'm just starting to notice that, like, 
look, it's a fact about the Jewish community and the Israel community in, in America. Like, they do control a lot of, of like, you know, obviously hysteria. They're, cre- they're, they're ma- even making Democrats, like, starting to, um, like, care about Palestine, and they're creating a war. Like, they're creating a war in America. Against, yeah. Like, people fighting each other. They're getting what people. They are getting people wrapped up in their emotions. I saw a clip on American Anchor Baby. I don't know if you saw it of uh, <laughs> some, what somebody called Lex, Lex, not Luther, but never mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the guy, the ADL guy, Jonathan Greenblatt, um, like preventing himself from breaking down and saying, "Thank God for Al Sharpton and thank God for Joe Biden." And these people who are falling all over themselves, kissing up to the emotions of what's going on. But no, that's God's not in the, those emotions. That's uh, yeah, the devil. What I'm noticing too is that they're like getting away with. It's kind of like what whenever you can't even. They're getting away on Instagram, like uploading videos of like you know, you know, horrific things on huh? people. Hamas, yeah, Hamas, yeah, but they're. How come they're, it's allowed to get on there? It's obvious they have control. They're, they're yeah. like literally creating people to be like, oh my gosh, Israel, Israel. It's like, what about America? It, I don't see anybody sending troops over when, uh, to our southern border. I don't see any country yeah. sending troops over to Chicago. I don't see, or, or you know, helping us out in, in any form, shape, or in that way. Yeah. So I just think it's funny. And, and I know this, and I'm not going to say names or anything, but I know people, um, that hire illegals and they're freaking Jewish, okay? And they hire illegals and yeah. they like they they don't care that that it's it's destroying other people. No, they only care about themselves. Israelis, literally, they they are. It's called eth- ethno. It's called ethnocentric, I think, or something. Okay. That they only stay. They only stay in their group of people. Yeah. And to the point to where my sister. That's what we should do. Even, my no, but no, but they're <laughs> they're, they're conforming. They transfer. My sister's a Jew now. She's and she's Your like going doing these Jewish? things, talking to a rabbi, and then now my my mom is even like starting to. She she called me the other day and was like talking to me about like, oh, this is going on to Israel just because my sister's with a Jew. And oh, like, so she's care. with she's her boyfriend is is Jewish. Yeah, and so she's because she's converted like a uh, Trump's daughter. Yeah, and, wow. and it's like. She like talks to a rabbi. She has to go to classes and do stuff like, and it's like, really? Like you're gonna leave Christianity just, and then now you're gonna do all this stuff? Like I'm telling you, the Jews are taking over, man. Well, I'll tell <laughs> you, that's because the the Christians, like such as your sister, don't have a solid foundation. So of course they're gonna go along with anything. You'll notice that the Christians have gone along with feminism without calling it feminism. They've gone along with the gay thing without, uh, without realizing it. They'll go along with uh, all kinds of... They'll go along with anything. They don't have a solid foundation. Yeah. yeah. So what, what, what is your opinion on, um, on like this, whole, like, this whole shift you know, from Ukraine and Russia, now it's Palestine? I don't really have an opinion other than... I do see bipartisan, which always means evil, so-called support for, for Israel, and it's for 
I, I have, like, moral support for Israel, and I have moral support for any decent people over there on, on both of those sides. And, you know, I wish the evil people on both of those sides well. I don't really have yeah. much opinion beyond that. Yeah, I, I, kind of, I kind of feel, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I kind of feel like, the, you know, Palestine people going out with their flags and protests, I think it's kind of dumb that the Israel people are going out there and, like, you know, counter-protesting or, you know, rallying up. Yeah. I think it's kind of dumb because this is America. Right. Okay, I don't care what goes on in your country. Don't protest in, in our country about something that's happening in your country. I know. It's, isn't that so obnoxious? Pot. We see the yeah, Armenians, the Azerbaijanis, the... Uh, uh, I don't know if I've seen Turkish people, but I've seen all kinds of... All these different people all protesting for their pet issue. And meanwhile, they're... Uh, they don't lo- love America. They're like Democrats. Yeah. Or rhinos, and they. You know what it is? The reason why they're protesting here. The reason why they're protesting here is because because they can't do that crud, you know, over there uh, in their country and stuff. They won't be able to get away with the hell they're doing, you know. Like it's like it's like go to your country if you really care about. Oh my God, Israel! Oh my God, Palestine! Go there, go there, then freaking take a flight and go there. (laughs) But they don't want to because they they know it's safer here generally. Exceptions exactly, to the rule. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like you don't really care about your country because if you really did, then go there. And yeah. you know dang well that you were born in America too, so you'll feel silly. It's just like, it's just hilarious. I don't, know, I don't know. I think the whole thing is just another way to shift our minds to thinking something else. True. And oh gosh, especially Israel. Yeah. Dang, I'm telling you, it's just showing more. I'm just saying it's just showing that you know this this conspiracy about. You know, Israel Jews con- controlling, you know, the network and, you know, society. It's just showing more and more that it's kind of true. Because, like, look how quick that happened. Look look at everybody. There is definite truth to it, but it's an emotional event. And I don't know what's behind it. The, uh, spoiler alert sent me something interesting that I read toward the end of my show yesterday. And I may touch on it again today about Netanyahu maybe provoking it with a U.N. speech about a new Middle East and it doesn't include anything about Palestine. <laughs> and uh, I, I chuckle about it because it's kind of funny when you're detached from it. And also, it's yeah. like, I don't, know what to, I don't know what to believe, so I don't know, I don't really care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what I was saying. I want, it's, like my- it's, for men, it's for men who are closer to the situation to deal with, not for outside meddlers. Outside meddlers... Don't help the situation. They heard it. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. The, the biggest thing that, that startles me is that just because my sister is with the Jew and then my mom all of a sudden just got into that, too. Did you, did you like, show him your hysterical. tattoo? <laughs> they, yeah, they went hysterical. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, this is America. And they're like, oh, have you seen the videos? And I'm like, Ukraine, I, there's videos of Ukraine and Russia, like Russian people dead. And, like, what yeah. about that? And, like, oh, show me. She's like, show me a video. Show me. I'm like, really? You think it's not dumped down the memory hole by now? Right. I mean, I'm pretty sure I could look it up. I've seen videos. I, Ukrainian didn't bad stuff to Russians, too. Killed them, slaughtered them. Yeah. Innocent people. I haven't really perused the social media in the past few days because, partly because of 
Well, I don't generally do it anyway, but I sometimes do just to find fun videos in on Twitter because I do see some fun videos on Twitter. But the past few days, I, re- Reddit, I haven't. Reddit, Reddit is, is where, you, where you can really find the crazy videos. That's awful because they... <laughs> They should they should have it like a warning or blurred. They have the technology to blur or warning it. And if anybody doesn't blur it, then shame on them. I saw a tweet. I did no. see it. Happened to see a tweet from Ben Shapiro that said, "Force yourself to watch these videos." Oh, and, yeah, and I'm like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, he's in on it. He's in on it. Just yeah, he wants everybody's he's, mind. He's on the shift uh, everybody's mind. This is just to shift everybody's mind to a different talking point, to a different thing. It's just all controlling, and it's just showing more and more how con- how much control Israel has over America. It's crazy. Like we're not, now, we're not even thinking about Russia or China. Now we're just thinking about, oh my God, Israel! Oh, poor Israel. Well, it's what's it's the know. hype. It's the next big thing. Um, I mean, and I the pe- and the hype I is can... the hype. People don't actually even care a lick. They don't have any love for. Yeah. Even even oh, Jonathan Greenblatt, who may have family or friends or whatever, and they friends with family who've gotten killed or whatever, dealing with the situation, it's not as if he has any love. It's just he's an emotional person, an emotional yeah, intellectual person. I believe a caller called Jesse and was talking about like about like he met a Ukrainian woman, and and about like how they just they'll just move to America, they'll just leave. Yeah, it's like. In Israel, that's that's what they do. They're just, okay. Well, I guess we're just gonna go to America, and then just make Israel in America like they have right now. We make Palestine in America. We got we got all these people waving flags. Like, okay, if you're waving an American flag and your flag, okay, I get it. But like, you're just waving a dang sorry, it's a dang flag <laughs> around around town, and um, and it's like it's like. I don't want to see your dang flag. <laughs> I don't know. It's just yeah. race, but it is pretty off-putting is to normal. I understand your your position. It's off-putting to normal Americans to see this, yeah. to uh, to see all this passion for some other country. And where's the where's the love and passion for America? But they don't actually even love Israel. Even yeah. many of the Israelis themselves don't love Israel. It's just like many so-called Americans don't love America. They have no love. Yeah, yeah, I know. I can see that too as well. I see, yeah, I see Americans like um, they're they're waving the Palestine flag. You know, it's like white people. And I'm like, dude, guys, stay close to your phone and <laughs> loud and clear, man. Oh yeah, no, no. I I see white people like waving the Palestine flag. But oh yeah, um, you know, like those Antifa rejects or whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's 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 hilarious. Oh, and yeah, then and I know. Ever since like 2014, during the uh, Ferguson riots and protests. I remember seeing people going all pro Hamas and like taunting the cops, like "Ooh, I support Hamas," and they're in the Black Lives Matter protests. Ever since like that time, I remember seeing videos shared by Shubat, Walid Shubat, and his son Theodore Shubat. Uh, There's been this has been going on a long time, and it's so weird. All this Palestinian, oh, free Palestine stuff. I'm not for. I'm not for that either. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Somebody, somebody did a statistic um, about like uh, that how many like illegals that you know been coming through our southern border. Yeah. How many people have died from that compared to Israel? And it's like extend. It's way way more. So that's what really bugs me too is that like we got all these Israel people like oh now they're just they feel sorry for the country but they're living in the country and they're right. hiring illegals 
and those illegal, a lot of illegals are killing people, but they like it. They don't care about the country they live in because they can just hide in their little suburb or whatever, and um, and hire illegals and take take. I'm telling you, in China, China does the same thing. Look, yeah, I know big people. time. I work in the very I work dishonest in the restaurant industry too. The, the, the cooking at the restaurants, yeah, um, catering. I've been done done all that, and it's nothing but illegals. And then now I'm hearing from someone very close to me that uh, that work that they they hire and uh, they hire freaking illegals. And I'm like, really? This place uh-huh. has been over for ten years, and I'm like, and like, I bet you, a, like, I bet you, a lot of them have their i nines. So they're not yeah. technically, uh, they are, they may be illegal, but they, they're fraudulently documented. So yeah, the, so the employer is hiding behind the I-9. I, I bet you. Unless, unless they're like paying cash and it's totally under the table, maybe. It just, it, it just sucks now that like, I'm considered a racist just because of, I care about my country. Yeah. Only my country. I know. I don't want any other country in my country. You know right. I mean? but you Uh, gotta accept what is man and don't hold it against them or and no yeah no i love them i love them but it's like really you're gonna convert my sister (laughs) 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 well not your true family isn't your blood family as jesus himself said you know so i wish you well man thanks for the call lucas yeah most definitely thank you for answering all right right. you have a good one you too Nugget Man said, you better disavow this entire call. <laughs> uh, make sure you catch Wow Hassan walking on water Hassan. He is, he'll be live in about an hour and a half or less. Right on, right on. And he is shrinking down that, that intro music time, so be patient, be patient. Um, Alex is in California on the line. Alex, thanks for calling. What's up? Greetings, Hey, how you doing? Doing fine, thank you. So sometimes when you hear someone say something, it stings a bit, and then you go and realize that it stings a bit because there might be some truth to it. So there was a mark that you said a few weeks back, and I wanted you to expand on it for me, okay. and that is all musicians are female-minded liberals. <laughs> Dang, I said that? I went that hard? Usually I say all musicians yeah. are liberals, but I said all musicians are female-minded liberals, which is the same thing. It just sounds so much worse. <laughs> so you want me to expand yeah, on that? You could expand on that a bit. So that struck a chord with you, and you want to hear more? Yes. Okay. Um, you look at your typical musician, even the so-called Christian musicians. So often, they will come out for some lame-o thing like Black Lives Matter or whatever, you know, feminist, pro-gay, They'll turn out atheist later or whatever. So that's a mark of a liberal. But let's go with um, let's go with less obvious stuff. They're emotional. An emotional person is a liberal. Uh, angry. An angry person is a liberal. There was a classic JLP biblical question where he said, "What's the difference between a liberal and a conservative?" A liberal has anger. A conservative does not have anger. So many of these so-called conservatives are really liberals. You know, they, that's why with anger you can be controlled, you're ca- you cave to things, you feel guilty after being angry and then you want to try to get along. You're conflicted. You're divided. Um, so you kind of have to be a, 
a liberal to be uh, a musician because you pull on the emotions. And so for that reason, I say that. Have you ever heard of war metal, Jake? War metal? Maybe. Yeah. Not not explicitly, maybe, but I don't think I have. No. It, um, I'm not... I, I disavow it. I'm not telling you to listen to it. Uh, oh, okay. But yeah, there is a genre of metal, a subgenre of black metal uh, that I've been playing in for about 20 years uh, called war metal. We're actually extremely anti-left, anti-Empisa, and all that. Right. So I just... I understand what you're saying about the other parts. I just think it is possible for the uh, for the rights or the other side to be creative with music as well. No, and I guess the only difference <laughs> I feel um, with what you're saying is I, I don't really relate to that stuff as much. I look at it more as an enjoyable thing to do, like a kind of like exercising. You know, you're, you're trying to hit a goal. Like for me, I'm trying to play drums at a certain speed. Nice. So it's just this constant, you know, trying to better myself. I don't really look at it as like an expression of uh, you know, my emotions and all that stuff. So I actually completely agree with you. Oh, with okay. You yeah, on the technical side. Yeah, you'll notice that some of the more technical people or the disciplined people are less likely to be uh, liberals, even though they yeah, are still... I'm, I'm very much against that stuff, and I look at playing drums as, like I said, more of an exercise, trying to, trying to hit a goal. That's cool, man. Uh, you know, Ted Nugent... He doesn't do the drugs or anything like that, and he's pretty objective. Uh, he's, I still maybe consider him a liberal since he is a musician. And you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe he gets a little passionate sometimes. Uh, but, yeah, I, I stand by it. Uh, if, if anybody get, gets offended by me saying it, that's a mark of a liberal. So if it's that's not what I true, because it, it stung a bit, and then I realized you were describing everyone around me, and that's it, why I'm not in a band anymore because I hate these people. Oh yeah, and you know, when when there's another guy named Mead, I think, who's also a musician and conservative. He's he I think he called my show this week or last week. He's a Southerner. He's pro Confederacy. I think he 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 says stop saying that, but I'm like, hey, why? It bother you? All musicians are liberals. I mean, <laughs> so I poke at him with it. And I don't mean to be maliciously poking or teasing you guys with malice, but it's, it's good not to identify with being a musician so that you don't, you're, uh, you're not a musician. You are a man who plays music and. Trying to master a craft. Yeah. I don't care about feelings and emotions. Right. So then, then those words don't sting because they don't apply to you. It only stings if it applies to you, or if you imagine in your imagination, which is Satan, it applies to you, because you're identifying with something. One last add-on question, a short one. If being a musician makes you liberal by default, what does it make you if you engage in listening to music? Uh, A liberal, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People who are all into listening to music, oh my gosh. Uh, Or who who listen to it, definitely liberals, because it... That's what it's for, is pulling on your emotions in your mind and kind of hypnotizing you, for sure. Um, uh, I think that... W- I think maybe funny that your, your parents named you James and not Jake? If you were named Jake Hake, I think that would be pretty funny. Yeah, I think that was my dog's name. <laughs> my dad's dog, <laughs> Jake Hake. Um, a black stuff. lab, by the way. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you expanding on that. Like I said, uh, one thing sting a bit. 
sometimes it's because they ring with some truth. Yeah, for sure, man. That to me, and I do agree with you on that. I think the key is I think the key is the identity, identifying with what you're doing and what you what your what your position in life is. You shouldn't be identifying with it to where you can be offended or or stung by it. Um, I agree. I, with that. I noticed somebody said Hake is Irish, not a real white, and I'm not all that Irish. I'm a little bit. I think there might be a, an Irishman in my family tree. Ain't no monkeys in my family tree. No evolution. <laughs> but uh, a monkey here either. Right. Uh, but it's funny because it it like caught me off guard, and it's like, hey, that's a little bit of identity there. That's being a liberal. So. Well, I'll, I'll let you go, Hake. Thank you, and, man. Uh, you can hang up before I do, so we don't get that pop. Appreciate it, man. Great call, Alex in California. Wasn't that a nice call? And somebody said, "Hey, you're dead wrong. Nugent is no liberal." You know, uh, Hassan, are are rappers musicians? <laughs> I don't know. It's tough to say <laughs> because rappers don't necessarily have to be liberal. Like uh, Big Bump, he says he's not a musician; he's a rapper, so he's not a liberal. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. But I think it's in all seriousness. I think that the identity thing is part of the key. Identifying with your emotions and your and what you're doing in life as a musician, that's a that's where you that's where you get offended. That's big, where you get controlled. Big time. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to be talking I, about? I, I never ahead. really noticed it until uh, you've made the uh, the point. <laughs> yeah. But it's definitely true about musicians being liberals. Well, yeah, because like even in school, wasn't it called that liberal arts? Yeah, like, true. Wasn't that the class? Right. I, I mean, I know a, it's probably a different meaning of the term, right. but still. <laughs> I went to a liberal arts college, Christian college, uh, Azusa Pacific University. It's Christian liberal arts university, and they're liberals, and they're musicians. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, not all of them, but, you know, the men are all soft. But it was Christian music? Yeah, it's Christian music, Christian uh, classes, Christian Bible Stuff Christian art, Christian economics, mm. all that stuff, mathematics. Um, yeah, you said that you're gonna have. What are you gonna? What's uh, happening? Oh on yeah, show? no, I was just joking because uh, you were talking about how I'm cutting down the music intro. Oh yeah, but this whole show is gonna be music today. So oh, nice. <laughs> but I mean, I'm still gonna be interacting. But right, we're gonna do like a little listening thing. All but right. it's gonna be kind of liberal, so. Right on. Well, tune in to Wow Hassan, Walking on Water Hassan. Are you selling that shirt yet? Is that shirt for sale yet? It is. It's for sale. Today, big announcement. Sweet. Big announcement. So have have your shekels ready. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that Hassan, for a week, was part Jewish? And maybe still to this day. To this day. Hey, as long as as I need to be, yes. Yeah, part Jewish, part Muslim, part Christian. Well, all the way Christian. Yeah. And uh, white, MAGA. Yep. By way of his mother. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I got full security. Nice. (laughs) Full intelligence. That's cool. So you guys can go to, uh, if you're ever confused, go to jessieleepeterson.com slash show and then hashtag network or click the GLP network. And that has the links to Hassan's show, Anchor Baby's show, James Hake, Joel Friday. And the rest. Nice. Thank you, Hassan. Yes, sir. Thank you. 
Trick is in Montana on the line here. Trick, thank you for calling. Are you there? Can you hear me, Big Jim Hake? I can. Awesome. I'm mopping the dojo right now. Right and on. I had to call you. Sweet. Um, there's a couple things that I didn't mention to the screener that I just wanted to hit on quick. Through my low IQ dysfunctional veteran group, um, a couple weeks ago, or maybe 10 days a week, we listened to you talk about uh, Dr. Phil. And we all decided that you're way better therapist than Dr. Phil. Wow. Listening. Yeah, we are better for the mentality. I we think Phil is, he's kind of Oprah overhyped. But, yeah. Um, it was the same show where I first listened to this cat named Jokel, who you had on. Yeah. Oh, I'm not mispronouncing it. J- uh, maybe Jocko? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, Jocko, is that how you say it? That's how um, I say it. Yeah. Um, J-O-K-L. Okay. Well, yeah. I... Okay, Jocko. Well, he made was talking about libs and kind of... Um, there was race around the issue. and But talking with my group of buddies, um, we're talking about uh, how um, when you get into the globalists and, uh, you know, the dams are kind of globalists the way we see it. Yeah. And that there are all kinds of, um, you know, powerful whites in that group, maybe led by powerful whites, who, you know, play the... Um, like they care, but when you really, you know, look at it, they, um, are against, you know, blacks. So you, you can see why blacks can get confused on the issue, but there's callers you have, you have great callers. Yeah. Art, this cat art we really like, they kind of can start seeing through it, you know, yeah. and unpacking it where they can, um, and we were talking about your show, you know, how you have such a, you know, um, mixed bag of um, callers, which we think is great. You know, the Asian tiger moms and, you know, um, right. these brothers who really see through the nonsense. But you also have, you know, you know, black Hebrew Israelites and all kinds of different crazies. We love it. So, but our point was, you know, guys like Art and other people can kind of get and rise above the race thing when they see that blacks in a certain way, do have a righteous complaint against whites, but it's not the whites they think. Yeah. And yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. And so there's a confusion, but then, you know, it's really cool with the callers that call to your show that there's, oh, the, you know, you got some detectives that call in, they're like seeing this and they're like, are, you know, you know, kind of outing it. And I'm like, wow, man, that's exactly how we see it. We're like, you know, there's this group, you know, seemingly they care so much, but it's hurt the black family. It hurts black entrepreneurs and um, it hurts the middle class in general. It's meddling. It's mama meddling. So true. Yeah, it's mama meddling. I'm, I'm taking that. That's yeah. a t-shirt, Mama Meddling. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's um, it's Mama Meddling, and um, it's just kind of cool to hear um, people kind of be able to like piece that together. And what I think it does, I think it's good for peace. Yeah. I think um, it crosses boundaries, right? And it lets people know don't stereotype so much, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just caught that, and we're like. That's kind of, um, this Jocko guy was kind of bringing that out that 
really a lot of these dams are basically these kind of caught up with these racist white globalists who are trying <laughs> to socially engineer our lives. Interesting. And, um, that's our take. Oh, you know, another thing I didn't mention in screener, but I wanted to, because we read all these spiritual books, you know. Okay. And we're reading the Apocrypha. And one of the, I, had to, I have to mention this. One of the lines, I think it was in Jubilees or, you know, talked about the most high looks for someone, in, for men in the earth who don't interpret the, I'm paraphrasing, um, interpret the truth through emotion. So you're under this thing with emotion. Wow. Right? Yeah. Well, because it's very deceptive. Now, I don't think we're supposed to be automatons, but we can definitely be overly emotional as humans, and it hurts us. Automatons. Is that how it's so, pronounced? I always thought it was automatons, but automatons sounds be, right, man. too. I'm Maybe a dysfunctional both. low IQ vet, man. True. Like, I, yeah, it could be that way. <laughs> I'm a I barely mean, functional low IQ. Well, I don't know what my IQ is. <laughs> I thought of doing an IQ test on, on stream, but I would have to be Nick's stream to be able to do something like that. I don't have the technical skills or know how to even find it. No, you can go to a Mensa. You go to, you go to a Mensa thing online and you uh-huh. can take one Dang. if you needed to. Um, can I talk about one more thing before yeah. you can me here? Yes. I want to talk about one more thing. Um, Hamas, Israel. Okay. And um, I hear a lot of callers talking about that. And um, my feeling is, um, and I love the callers. They have great um, views on this when it comes to, you know, looking at political Zionism and how much should we be involved. And if we're true to the Constitution, we got to get away from some of these entangling alliances and, yeah. you know, all these arguments. So Ron Paul was right about is, so much. Yeah, he is, in yeah. my opinion. If yeah. you really believe in the Constitution, he's... He's he's up, he's on, yeah. and um, you got to kind of go back even to civil war and and beyond after that to yeah. look at how we compromised that through the years. Right. So, in my opinion, so 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 the the issue though is from from the view of the dysfunctional IQ vets of Montana is that this could be us, you know, along with Ukraine headed to World War Three. There, this could. I know Biden just said. To other people who like if you plan on taking advantage, don't. But he has no moral authority. So I know this yeah. thing could get out of control. Yeah. It could get out of control, right? Because it's ugly. So, yeah. um, anyways, that's what I wanted to share with you. And and um, music, music, classical music, and uh, the music that the Asian Tiger Moms listen to uh-huh. don't provoke um, emotion as much as modern music. Oh, interesting. I just have to share that. All right. Well, yep. thank you for the input, right. Trick and Montana. Take care, man. All right. Yep. Bye. Trick and Montana with his dysfunctional low IQ vet crew. Shout out to the dysfunctional low IQ veteran crew. I love the low IQ people. If I love anybody, and that's a big if. <laughs> uh, Denny is in Bulgaria on the line. Denny, thank you for calling and holding, man. What's up? Good evening, Mr. Hake. I hope you're doing well, sir. I am. Thank you. I think I am. <laughs> I'm certain you are. Yeah. Mr. Hake, you've made a remarkable statement about uh, musicians, how liberal they are, yeah. etc. And I would like to share a story that uh, that is very dear and near to my heart. Uh, I'm not certain if you are familiar with the Roman Emperor Caligula. I've heard that name before, but I'm not familiar with him, no. 
Well, officially, he was uh, an absolute monster. Uh, he was perverted. He had sex with his sister, etc., etc. However, none of those things are true. And none of those things were proven. Whoa. What is true and what was proven is that Caligula, and Caligula in Roman, in Latin language, means a little military boot. They gave him that nickname because his father was a very, very loved general. The army loved his father. And he grew up in a military life. And uh, he was also from a wealthy family. The army loved him. The public loved him. The his political father. class, no, his father and and himself. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and uh, but the political class hated him when he was elected emperor because back then it was you know the emperor was elected by a senator. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, the political class hated him. Once uh, he was in the senate, he told them that they were so stupid, incompetent, and ridiculous that he should uh, make his horse. A senator, and it would be the same. It, it it wouldn't make any difference. The Senate then used the entertainment industry back then, the musicians, the painters, the theater actors, and everybody, to portray him as a deranged psychopath wow. who wants to make the horse a senator. <laughs> he was close to his sister because his sister was married to a general. So often he met with her to tell her what to you know, what to do and how to proceed. And then she, she told her husband. That was the way of communication back then because his brother-in-law was a little bit off. So they, you know, he, he preferred not to be seen with him. Yeah. Uh, and they started spreading rumors about this man, how he was sleeping with his sisters. None of this was verified. None of this, of this was true. And I just wanted to highlight that nothing has really changed, sir. If you really think about it, uh, politicians have been using the entertainment industry for that kind of stuff for a very long time now. I just told you a story, and it's easily verified. Everybody can check it out. And that occurred 2,000 years ago. Yeah. I heard, I haven't checked it, I heard about a Chinese emperor that had a similar issues, and that story is 4,000 years old. Wow. So, but I haven't verified it, so I'm not going to say names or anything. I just, uh, I'd like to speak about Caligula because uh, I've always been fascinated by the Greco-Roman period. Yeah. So uh, I read a lot about it. But it makes sense if you really, again, I, I'm not saying that happened in China because I, 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 I'm not, I, I didn't verify it. Right. But it makes sense if you really think about it. The entertainment industry had been used as a propaganda exactly for that. Wow. And, and, and every time you ask about Caligula, you heard all kind of these disgusting things. He was the first Roman emperor that actually allowed the people to go into the Colosseum and, and to purchase tickets wherever they sit. Back then there was a segregation. The ruling class had a specific occupation. Everybody else had another. But after he, he became an emperor, he made it all about the money. If you can afford to have a better seat, then you can have it, regardless <laughs> who your parents were. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, if you really think about it, he was quite something. That's the interesting, man. the ruling class man. hated him. Yeah, exactly. He also allowed, uh, he, he made reforms back then. If you are to vote, you had to own property and to be a man above the age of 20. 
Wow. But he made a little bit of a reform, and <clears throat> let's say the, because, you know, the times were savage and difficult. So uh, he allowed women, the widows of the soldiers, he allowed them to vote as well. Oh, cool. Uh, That's nice. Yeah, he, he, was, he was an amazing emperor, but the ruling class hated him. Yeah. And in all fairness, I've been watching your program, I've been watching Mr. Peterson's program. And if I didn't told you about, uh, by the way, Caligula was never a politician. He just ran and became an emperor. Yeah. But if I told you about a man who was never a politician, ran and became an emperor or president or prime minister, and the entertainment industry just hated him, and I, if I didn't told you the name, you probably would have thought of somebody else. You're right. I just <laughs> want to highlight that nothing changes, sir. That is so you true, know, man. Mr. Peterson is right. And with that said, Mr. Haig, uh, thank you for taking the time to hear me out. I hope this was uh, this was an interesting story and useful one. Kind regards to your colleagues and your audience, and God be with you, sir. I appreciate it, Denny. You as well. Take care, man. Have a remarkable day, sir. Goodbye. Bye. Denny in Bulgaria. With a little bit of history... His story, as opposed to the female-minded liberal entertainment industry stories, her stories, female-minded liberals lying about our greatest president and Rome's greatest emperor. What a mess. Uh, Guys, we're at the top of the hour. Let's listen to OK. You guys like OK. You guys like him, right, Marty Anderson? This track is entitled... Hungry. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, musical Philistines. You can cover your ears and sing la la la. Go outside, shovel snow, rake your leaves, plant your garden, harvest your crops, uh, crack the whip, get the whip cracked on you. I'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight.
so good. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through the, in my opinion, beautiful music. Let's get to some super chats, shall we? Uh, over on rumble.com slash the hate report, King of the Graduates asks, Why should I keep sending supers if y'all refuse to read them? Angry face emoji. Turning red. So angry. Um, I read them. It's just that Hassan says, Keep it pithy. And you neglected to keep it pithy. Uh, did you like my support on MDD, Modern Day Debate? Yeah. Also, Joe said you'd see your day in court and called you an evil doer. White heart emoji, laughing face sideways with tears coming out emojis. Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> it means he's uh, preemptively accusing me of being the inspiration for terror attacks, which is... Uh, Simply, uh, you, one is responsible for one owns, one's own actions, unless you're a liberal like corrupt Joe. Right? Uh, that's my take, anyway. On um, Buy Me a Coffee, Kohlberger Art bought three and said, Amazing show! Smiley face. Nice. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. That's cool. Base America First bought a coffee. Nice show with Big Bump on Monday. Yeah, wasn't it? It was cool. Uh, Hillary, so many of, Hillary said, so many of those extremists take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. I don't have enough of a smoker voice to match Hillary Clinton. Not that I'm saying she's a smoker. I just, her voice sounds similar to a smoker voice. And I like a smoker voice on a woman. It's just Hillary gives me the heebie-jeebies a little bit. And, but shout out to Hillary. Also, Hillary, he will be the nominee, and we have to defeat them. Trump has no credibility, but will win the nomination? (laughs) Unit party Hillary, we have to defeat those who are the election deniers, as we did in 2020 and 2022, but not 2016. (laughs) And we have to be just be smarter about how we are trying to empower the right people inside the Republican Party, she said. Since when do these Republicans work for the DNC, Democrat National Committee, and in the most secure elections in history. Yeah, good point. Base America first? Shenanigans. I think there's still still sour grapes because Trump cannot be ignored. You know, I did a debate about are men ignored in society uh, compared with women? Yes. But uh, Radical Coder, I believe, pointed out, who I may have on my show sometime, Ryan, Radical Coder, and he is a radical, but he's... A reasonable radical, or at least in reasonable clothing. A radical in reasonable sheep's clothing. A radical wolf in reasonable sheep's clothing. Uh, He said, JLP's a man, not ignored. Yeah, because men who are men cannot be ignored. Trump, they cannot ignore him. Jesus Christ, the Messiah, cannot be ignored. Uh, JLP, a man, cannot be ignored. Anyway, uh, nice. And so the media has to cover him and give him all that free media coverage. (laughs) Isn't he the worst? Uh, No, you are. Whatever. Someone bought two coffees. How can people cry that they're disadvantaged because of slavery? How long have food stamps and welfare existed? Yeah, exactly. 
and they get all, they've never had it so good, physically speaking, Mr. Someone, who bought, Mr. or Mrs. or Mrs. Someone who bought three, two coffees, thank you. Uh, yeah, they're not disadvantaged. They're disadvantaged by, um, their own evil heart corrupting them and holding them back. Which, you know, have understanding. Nice. Thank you, guys. Rick in Hampton, Virginia. A, he called... He did, did, the, did he think we sprang forward or something? Rick in Hampton, Virginia is calling earlier in the show, not all late in the show. Rick, thanks for calling, man. Good to he- talk with you, not with you too, only a few minutes James. ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, I'm actually in Alabama, man, a great state of Alabama right now. Visiting my mother. Oh, right on. An hour behind. So that means so, you're uh, Central time. Right on. Yes, I'm in Central now. I'll be back in Eastern um next Monday. Sweet. Yeah. So, man, how, how you doing? Doing fine. How about you? Man, I'm doing pretty good. Man, to be in quite one of the fewest conservative states that I left. <laughs> good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right on. So, I guess what I want to ask you, James, man. What is the Palestinian? Is this sort of way that happened way in the biblical times? Because Palestine, the Palestinians claim that Israel is no such thing as Israel. It was all Palestinian land all the time. That's funny. They they accuse. I, it seems like they accuse each other of not existing. Oh, uh, the Jews are fake. The Israel is fake. It's contrived. It was just made in 1948 or whatever. And yeah. there is no Palestine. It's not a country. Well, there is a Palestine. It's a region. And there is an Israel. I mean, it's just reality. You gotta have. You gotta deal with it. You, you're dealing with full blown actual human beings uh, in each other's way, I guess, and uh, deal with it. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a it's a mess. They I can never figure it out. Understand. I don't know. Was they fighting? Was it something that happened way in the oh, days? I don't know. Because. Uh, Islam wasn't around back then. I know that Islam, supposedly, they trace their roots to uh, the uh, Hagar and Ishmael, but they only started in like 600 years after Jesus was around, I think. So they're a right. relatively young uh, religion, I guess, with Muhammad or whatever. But uh, but it may kind of... Well, it, in a sense, it does, because hatred and, and anger and... Um, and uh, war has been around since the biblical times. So, in a sense, I suppose you could say that. I don't know. I don't know what the wow. roots are. It's kind of like the Hatfields and the McCoys. You keep you take revenge, and then they take revenge for your revenge. So, you know, there was there was a story I read on the far left female run outlet, the Skim, in which a man, a Palestinian man or Gaza man or whatever, said that he lost 19 members of his family. You think he's going to try to get revenge against, against the Israelis for, for doing that, allegedly, to his family, according to him? Maybe so. It's going to be, you're just spreading resentment and revenge, and it's never going to, it's a vicious circle that never ends. Wow. Yeah. It's, a, it's like... I'm trying to figure out, you know, because uh, you, you know how God took land from the Canaanites and gave it to Israel, you know, and um, oh yeah, it's like you like saying, "Wow, okay," uh, and it's hard, you know, it's hard, like the 
it's like it's hard to find out what's going on, you know? Right. And then and then these people playing God in the forties who were not maybe under God's God believers, they may not have been under God's blessing, I'm not sure, started this country, Israel, that's a year older than JLP, and people don't want to accept it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and then, uh, so there's two-state solution, and I don't believe in this two-state solution stuff, only because I hear everybody talking about it. When, every, when everybody's talking about it, that's not what I'm going to go for. I don't know yeah. what the solution is. I don't care. You figure it out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It, it, just, it was just like, man, where you start? I mean, how, you know, it's not that you, I mean, I guess you're talking about who's wrong, who's right, you know. It's like you can't even make nothing out of it. You know what I mean, James? Yeah. True. It's like it's just one big mess. Like, but it's, now, it's really not our problem to figure out, you know? I mean, we can observe what the Israelis are doing and what the Palestinians are doing and what individuals are doing right or wrong. But beyond that, we don't know what's going right. on that we're not seeing. We're not anywhere exactly. close. We're not, any, we're not there to see what's going on. And even the people there to see what's going on don't know what's really going on, the, the whole Cause story. Because, you, you know, you got, um, you, you got um, also, too, you know, how... Even Christians saying, like, why is God allowing Israel to get attacked? <laughs> I always say, you don't know the full details. God does. Right. And um, and, and all the thing we've seen is what's happening in the media. All we hear that um, um, the Palestinians struck Israel, Israel retaliated, and that's all we see. But it, I'm not saying Israel is doing it, but Israel could have done some stuff behind the covers that the media can't catch. Yeah. And then Hamas just struck. Right. And, you know, I, I got a super chat from uh, some coffees from Spoiler Alert who pointed out that a couple of weeks ago, Netanyahu, whom I like, but he might have said something provocative about a new Middle East. Well, he did say something that, about a new Middle East, and it was provocative to some that did not include Palestine. And it was just Israel and then, like, this reshaped, whatever, re-boundary lines drawn Middle East. And it was, uh, may, in his mind, maybe, uh, maybe that provoked Gaza or Hamas to attack a couple of weeks afterwards. So, I don't know. I'm not a fan yeah. of the U- evil UN, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, exactly. All they, to me, they do is they just use the U.S. to go do the dirty work. Why they sit down there in direct traffic? That's all I see. I don't, <laughs> I don't ever see them have no skin in the game, you know, like like Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine is in Europe, but yet the U.S. is funding all their equipment, the money. Yeah, and Europe don't have that much money in the game. And you know, U.S. is meddling is only resulting in more Ukrainians' deaths. It's so Cause evil. Because I, I think Russia's whipping Ukraine's tail, but the media doesn't want to tell it. Yeah, I know they were hyping this counteroffensive for, like, weeks or months that Ukraine was going to do. And that thing wasn't, uh, it got off to at least a slow start. I don't know if it's more effective now. But Putin was talking about, oh, uh, the West is going to get tired of subsidizing Ukraine's war welfare. So, and after that, Ukraine's going to collapse in a week, he speculates. I don't know who's, I don't know who's right or wrong. Maybe they're probably both wrong. But... I think that this is only spreading evil by funding evil. 
Right. So you think the U.S. should stop funding Ukraine? Definitely. This for Ukraine's I'm with you on that for Ukraine's sake, honestly. And Biden just want to just keep. And I, I, I asked Biden supporters. I said, "Can you guys give us a reason to support Biden?" It's like they too embarrassed to even mention the man name. They don't say nothing because you you remember how when Trump was in office, that's all you hear. Labels. What about Trump? What about Trump? Just all you hear come out the head is Trump. Trump yeah. Trump. And now. You don't hear, you can't even get them to tell you how, I mean, why should we support Biden? Right. <laughs> you know, they, they can't even tell you that. Yeah. True. And it's like this, oh, you know, uh, just keep him in prayer. That's the liberals <laughs> say. They don't know nothing about prayer. Yeah, I know. So true, man. You know, and, um, man, they like, but they won't say nothing. You can ask them, look, I, I will show me why I should support Biden. Your black liberals won't say nothing. Cause I, I, I have a black liberal friend, uh-huh. and I, I be asking him, "Hey, you used to be all talking about Trump now, but all you, you church, you quiet as a church mouse now. You don't, <laughs> you don't, you, 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 can you tell me one reason that we we can support Biden?" And um, I said, "Well, like um, high energy prices. That's not Biden's fault." I said, "It is his fault. That's right. policy. Policy indicated me dictated the the energy prices." Yeah, that's it's true. Policy. Yep, it is definitely you know, a big influence. Right. You know, this, it, I mean, he he cuts the Keystone Pipeline. and you don't get have nothing to do with it. Then the Middle East don't like him too much. Right. He's not a I man mean, of authority and sense. Good sense. He's a kiss up politician who just does what it, he's told. It just seems like to me he just he's he's just trying to create chaos throughout the whole country. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, every, everything is out of control. Look at Chicago. Look at New York. And they that as far as I was they're getting what they paid for. Yeah. Because um I, I truly believe he used most of the major cities which are led by black mayors to help steal the election. I can't prove that I disavow that. I, I rebuke you in the name of uh our, in the name of the censors who censor us, I rebuke thee oh. in the name oh, of I Satan. Oh, I didn't say that. I didn't, I didn't say that. Sorry about that. Yeah. I accept. Yeah. Yeah, because, um, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's just my opinion on that. You right. Know? For the sake of my now, channel, I completely disavow it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't want to get, get you guys in trouble. You but know, I know what you mean. You, like, these, these people, these, like, the, the leadership... They're no leaders. They're not leaders. They may be, they may be skilled in different ways to uh, cajole and um, be lawyers, liars, and get away with stuff and present themselves halfway decently, but they're, mm-hmm. but they're, they're weak in their, um, they're weak towards evil. They're, te- they're inclined towards, towards evil, and uh, they're they go along with the crowd. You know, they go along with the establishment, the, main, the so-called mainstream, which is against, um, which is against what's right. Anyway. Hey, you know, it's just so funny, man. It's, it's like Biden has no authority. Everything that's evil, he supports. Yeah. For, I mean, for decades. For decades wow. he's been that way. And he's just gone along with everything evil. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's just... And he's, and he's a very, Catholic. very weak leader, man. A Supposedly. very weak leader. Yeah, and, um, definitely. 
if he wins this election, man, I know the elections are rigged. Oh, no, I disavow that. He could totally oh, win. He could totally win in, in the second most secure election in, in history besides 2020. 2024 will be the second most secure election. And he could, right. defi- he could definitely win with uh, maybe 85 million votes or, or however many. <laughs> yeah, but you know it's a But yeah, you're right. Thing, they, he is kind of, uh, people are kind of seeing through his patheticness. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'll tell you, if they don't get control, well, sure. Uh, it's like I, I, I can't see this guy winning, man. Unless, yeah, you know, I, I just can't. And uh, but uh, that, maybe that's guy. why he's maybe that's why he's itching for a war. You know, it worked for George W. Bush. Didn't war help him? Uh, didn't war help him? Uh, didn't war help George W. Bush get reelected because he was in war? I think I feel like I, when. When people are at war, oh, the country needs to come together. Lame. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know, but I thought what got George Bush, uh, the son, reelected was how he handled 9-11. That was, oh, yeah, that helped, too. Yeah, so I, that's how I thought, mainly how he got reelected. Yeah, but then he did, started the war on terror right after that. Yep, yep, the war on terror. Yeah. And like um, Sudan was saying, even though he went in there found a weapon, I just believe Sudan was saying just hid them weapons. He just couldn't find them. Uh-huh. That's what I believe. And I can't believe that Iran didn't have no nukes. They, they, they like, you can't go into white's country because they know they country better than you know it. So he probably hid them weapons, man, and then just couldn't find them. And then you know how the media going to take it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, man. Appreciate your call, uh, Rick in ha- Alabama. No problem there, James, man. I'll be in touch, man. I'll hit y'all guys up tomorrow, man. And um, hopefully Israel and um, the Palestinians can get this stuff um, resolved. Me, um, Do you think we should just let them fight it out or just sit back? Or yeah, we should sit back and let Ukraine uh, lose to Russia and sit back and let the Palestinians lose to uh to uh, Israel, and we shouldn't get involved. We then our hands are then our hands are not bloody and dirty and and meddling like mamas, like mama mm-hmm. spirit people. You know, that's what I say. So what you say? Don't I guess they neither one of them right. So just let them let them fight to the end, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rick. Appreciate you. I right, love you, James. I'll be blessed. Thank you. You too. Take care, Rick in Hampton, Virginia. Currently in Alabama, you know, there's a lot of dehumanizing language, and I disavow it. You people saying NPC, I disavow using NPC, non-player character. That's dehumanizing language. You know, Twitter censored people for saying that uh, a few years back when they were calling people. Because people don't really seem to think for ourselves, do we? There's no such thing, I think, maybe, as thinking for yourself. Either you see or you don't. You uh, sound like everybody else who, uh, with, in whose camp you're in, right? It's true. Think about it. Free will is not in the Bible, by the way. Uh, but this general, and so I don't think that people, I think NPC is an accurate statement. And so anyway, uh, but I disavow it because it's dehumanizing language. There was this general, though, who was using dehumanizing language... He's a retired general. General with an asterisk. He's fat, by the way. Shout out to the fat people. Hey, 
Um, he's not that even fat. He's just fat face, like Hake, uh, you know, sometimes fat face. Um, dehumanizing language on Tommy Tuberville. It's not Tuberville, it's Tuberville. He's a coach, football coach, turned somewhat of a rhino, but he's, I mean, I think of him as a rhino. Tommy Tuberville, but he's a senator. I liked Judge Roy Moore, uh, state Supreme Court justice out of Alabama. Molly Hemingway is on this case. Molly Hemingway is a, I don't know, she writes for the Federal, Federalist or something. She's on Fox News a lot. Uh, dehumanizing language is the, is the uh, folder there, Hassan. Um, dehumanizing language. Let's see here. Molly Hemingway tweeted this on this case. And the Federalist, it's an outlet. Now my computer's frozen. Do you see it in there, Hassan? Show the uh, Molly Hemingway tweet in the dehumanizing language folder, if you can. Mine is having a tough time pulling up. Okay, former CIA director, the deep state. The deep state. Deep state is the unelected bureaucrats, like the evil CIA, the liberal FBI, and all the... Former CIA director Michael Hayden, H-A-Y-D-E-N, Calls for the assassination, says Molly. And I don't think that that's exactly what he was saying. But she calls it, calls for the assassination of Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama, Republican. Because the senator is performing desperately needed oversight of the U.S. military. Hayden, a renowned civil liberties violator, she calls it, uh, promoted the Biden laptop cover-up and the Russia collusion scam. You know, the talk... Hunter's laptop, blah, blah, blah. They were saying it came around in 2020 and the social media establishment censored it because, oh, this looked like it could be hacked materials or, oh, it could be Russian disinformation. Like 50, I'll get to that part of it. A whole bunch of phony intelligence community people. And so she quote tweeted General Michael Hayden and get to General Michael Hayden's tweet uh, number two here. I did it a little bit more organized this time. So he's, quote, this General Michael Hayden, former CIA director guy. See all these generals, a bunch of lame-o liberals. He's quote-tweeting one woman named Nathalie Jacoby. Nathalie Jacoby 1. N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E-J-A-C-O-B-Y. Number one is her X username or at sign or whatever, should Tommy Tuberville be removed from his committee? Yes or no? And it has a picture of, that's Tommy Tuberville. You may have heard about him on American Anchor Baby, I know has talked about him in different contexts maybe, and I think JLP has too. So General Michael Hayden removed from his committee, how about from the human race? What? What? Isn't that literally dehumanizing? Is that allowed on Twitter, now known as X? Shameful. <laughs> so I'm like pretending to overreact, right? And so who is this Michael Hayden guy? Oh, he wrote a book. Typical, typical self-important former politician or establishment guy. A general is a politician, right? Generals, generally, they're politicians. That's why they're called generals. He wrote a book called The Assault on Intelligence. American national security in an age of lies. And he's pretending that 
you know how I call it so-called intelligence community, CIA, Central Intelligence Agency, FBI, uh, Federal Bureau of Investigation. Those are so parts of the intelligence community. So it's not insult on actual intelligence, because this man is not very intelligent, in my opinion, based on my cursory glance upon this tweet, right? These couple of tweets by him. It's his personal account, retired U.S. Air Force, former director of CIA and NSA, National Security Administration, author, husband, father, granddad. Views are my own. No, they are not your own views, General Michael Hayden. You are a lame NPC. No, I don't mean to use dehumanizing language. Retweets are not endorsements. 343,000 followers. So he's followed by Sebastian Gorka, Steve Maltzberg, Major Garrett, and many others. General Michael Hayden. And he was quote-tweeting this pretty gal named Nathalie Jacoby. Isn't she pretty with his dogs? She's a Democrat. Kindness matters, most of all. She didn't say to remove him from the human race. Press subscribe if you want me to teach you how to gain followers fast and build a strong account like mine. She's a social media influencer with 278,000 followers, followed by various people, including Krasenstein, Brian Krasenstein. So she's the one who wanted to remove Hayden from the committee, maybe. It's the U.S. Committee Oversight. U.S. Military Oversight Committee. Here's a closer-up picture of this Michael Hayden guy. Isn't he sort of fat-faced? Shout-out to the fat-faced people. Is he tough or is he kind of lame? He's all hiked up to a mountain. Is that Pittsburgh Steelers or something? Hoodie? I mean, not hoodie. Beanie? So that's this guy. I feel like I recognize him. This person. Silly dude person. (laughs) So, uh... (laughs) Let me read former Central Intelligence Agency Michael Hayden, this fellow, suggested Alabama Republican. This is from The Federalist. This is maybe maybe some editorializing. Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville be removed from the human race Monday, I guess this week, after an outbreak of conflict in the Middle East. This Michael Hayden guy responded to a Democrat influencer on X, formerly known as Twitter, who asked whether Alabama lawmaker maintaining months-long hold on military promotions be removed from the Armed Services Committee. Tuberville's hold, listen to this, Tuberville's hold of the military's endorsement is uh, is a protest against the military's endorsement of abortion. What's the military doing endorsing abortion? Maybe because these females in the military want to get abortions? because it will disrupt their careers, and the military's embrace of the far-left standards of so-called social justice, which is not justice. So right on, Tommy Tuberville, based rhino. I'm calling him a rhino just out of, I just basically assume any Republican is a rhino, right? Nowadays, I think it's a safe assumption. Maybe not. So she asked, you know, should he be removed from his committee? How about the human race? Uh, This fellow previously characterized the Republican Party as the most dangerous force on Earth, according to the Federalist. Dangerous is the quote. Doubled down on his remarks about Tommy Tuberville. So show his tweet, the the last picture there, Hassan. I was surprised to wake up this morning and discover that many MAGA nuts 
whoa, have lost their minds over my suggesting that Coach Tuberville, because Tommy Tuberville was a football coach, you know, down south, they like their American football, not be considered a member of the human race. Oh, so he's, he's explaining what he meant in a slick way. He's trying to be all slick and shameless. Not be considered a member of the human race. I stand by that view. Wow, uh, literally dehumanizing him. I'm wishing you all a nice day, even the intransigent. What's intransigent? Uh, Tommy Tuberville. You wish him well even though you don't consider him a, mem- a human being? Intransigent, unwilling or refusing to change one's views or agree about something. Well, good, I'm glad he's intransigent. That means he's based. He's based on the truth. Tommy Tuberville is. Because he doesn't support abortion. I'm going to be intransigent on abortion. And I'm going to be intransigent that social justice is not justice. And the evil military uh, should not be supporting those evil things. Right? Right. So, uh, you don't wish all people well, you lame do you? Maybe he plays off like he does. Just more than a decade ago, go back to the picture of this Michael Hayden guy. Just more, or no, go to his Twitter profile. His uh, 1A, I mean 2A. Just more than a decade ago, he was authorizing drone strikes to gun down violent extremists. Now he serves on the advisory board of NewsGuard, a left-wing misinformation group, according to The Federalist, and now claims to operate as a disinformation watchdog. NewsGuard is a popular pro-censorship browser extension being deployed in schools to indoctrinate students on acceptable news sources. He's on the, he's on the board of them, NewsGuard. The service consistently gives failing grades to conservative publications, so-called conservative publications, but corporate outlets, Globo, Homo, uh, Commie Capitalists, CNN, MSNBC, NBC, ABC, Reuters far-left extremists like AP, they get perfect credibility ratings despite botching major stories, routinely botching major stories and speculating about racism which, when there is none and kissing up to the LGBT mess and so-called abortion rights, which there's no such thing. Hayden also promoted the Russian collusion hoax to indict our greatest president, Donald Trump, as an agent of the Kremlin. Hayden was m- among more than 50 former intelligence officials who signed a joint letter published with Politico to dismiss the Hunter Biden laptop story, which I didn't even care about, but is Russian disinformation, October 2020, despite early confirmation of the computer's legitimacy. Even after Politico conceded the laptop's authenticity, 11 months after the New York Post's blockbuster reporting, Hayden doubled down on the false claim that its contents are instruments of a Russian disinformation campaign. Very slippery language, huh? A war is going on, Hake. You're not going to cover it? No, I'm not. I don't care. So what? There's always wars going on. All right, we already talked about that. <laughs> this guy, in fact, I am kind of covering it in a sense because based Tommy Tuberville is holding up our military uh, stuff. And this warmonger here, who's a lame rhino liberal, not, a, not even a rhino, uh hates our greatest president, Trump, a man of peace. Calls it an assault on intelligence when Trump is more intelligent than him. Nice. Nice. (sighs)
speaking of trans rights, so that's that story. Let me show you this. Uh, yesterday I mentioned that I ha- got a trans rights debate request. Show this trans rights thing. Uh, cover your ear- eyes, kids. Ah, uh, no, it's fine. I showed you guys this, uh... Sir! Please debate blank-loving blank Mister, about rights. And I'm like, this doesn't seem very family-friendly. Uh, this was an email from Ellen Degenerate, by the way. Ellen emailed me. Hey, what's up, Ellen? And so, uh, this person... After I asked for a more family-friendly name than blank-loving blank master about blank rights, I blanked out trans, right? Because we don't say trans here. Don't say trans, kids. (laughs) Don't say gay. (laughs) Uh, So Ellen DeGeneres is hounding me, and Ellen DeGeneres showed me, show uh, some of those other, this other screenshot, a couple of screenshots, um, sent me this. I hopefully censored everything that was censorable on this. Show this, uh, Hassan. Oops, I forgot to censor this part. Stop misgendering blank women's blanks. (laughs) Do you see it in there? Hopefully it'll work. I think it's in there. Let me see. Ba-ba-ba. Oh, maybe I didn't put it in there. Oh, no wonder. Okay. Transfer it over. Terrible. Just a minute, guys. Just a minute. <laughs> this, this guy is actually like a funny person. Okay, it's in a folder now. My bag. My bag. This is so, this is so vulgar. Oh, my gosh. It looks terrible. Uh, cover your eyes, kids. Cover your eyes. But I censored most of it. Even, but all the censorship makes it even look like worse. You see it in there in the folder? Oh my gosh! This, Ellen DeGenerate wants me to interview this person, debate him about, or her, or it, or whatever this person is, <laughs> about so-called trans rights. You can call him, oh, it's a he-him. He's a he-him. Nice. Whew. Far be it from me to, uh, do that. Okay, so, uh, Show the video one. Yeah, that's... Stop misgendering this person's... This per, these things. And it was quite amusing. This guy is going to blow up. Or he's already blowing up. So, uh... Funny. If you're listening on the audio feed, it's... I think that this is kind of like a uh, MAGA. Michael Alexander Gallagher Ashurst. I think it's along those lines. It's a person who's normal, I'm suspecting, who is playing a language police on the LGBT madness. Okay? Language police. And it's quite amusing because uh, I even gave it a thumbs up, but I disavow it. Don't watch it, kids. Yes, yes, Potleaf. Yeah, he's a funny dude person. He's a silly dude person. And so I might be interviewing this person, and I think that he's intelligent enough to keep it clean for children-friendly, family-friendly show like Hakes. Maybe. But all of his content is like, you gotta cover your eyes and ears. So, uh, 
I received and appreciate your de- your uh, debate requests or your guest requests, Ellen Degenerate. Your tip, your guest tip. <sighs> nice. Yeah, I'm blat and slow, and be- because I have no idea what f loving. I don't know what it is either. I just censored it because I don't know what it is. I'm censoring it. <laughs> uh, and I don't want to spell it out because the kids might look it up. And uh, that's it. So, nice. Whew. I can relax now. Frederick is in Los Angeles, California. Frederick, what's up? What's going on? I see they got you distracted with some trans rights, man. <laughs> There's a war it's, going on, Hank. The war, it's a spiritual war, spiritual battle happening right here, right now, inside of you. They got American hostages. It's more than spiritual, buddy. Uh, who cares? Those are, those are <laughs> Americans with an asterisk. I'm going to go out on a limb. You know, there was somebody in the chat, and I disavow it, who said those are uh, dual citizens who are hostages. And I, I, I love the dual citizens. But Do you really? Yeah. yeah you got if the I, asterisk on them. What that asterisk mean? The asterisk means they don't necessarily love America. Not that much. No, they matter. Let's Everybody. Say we like them. Let's say we like them, man. We can't give them a love. We got the asterisk. Are they Trump them. supporters? We love them. From a distance, type. Are, are they January sixth Trump supporters who are captive I'm in sure Israel? They are if they do a citizen. I'm sure they are. They probably went over there just because Trump moved to Jerusalem embassy to Jerusalem, and they like, oh, we're gonna buy up this new property around here, and just be like, hey, we prime locations. They gonna build up around Temple Mount. We're gonna take over all of this land. But listen, listen, listen. There's a guy in 2006 is the reason I called, right? I believe his name is uh, Elijah Salid, right? In 2006, this one Israeli hostage was traded for 1,000 Palestinian prisoners. Wow. And 18 years ago, now them prisoners... Uh, speak up. Done Can you turn him family. up? He's, come closer to your phone. You're talking all quiet like a beta. No, no, no. That's not me. <laughs> We're turning you up. That's not me. That's y'all engineering over there. I never had a problem speaking <laughs> up. So anyway, anyway, right. those prisoners liable to have families and had kids 18 years later. Wow. For one hostage. Now they got 150. They know what the power of a hostage can do. Yeah. What are you they going to do with those hostages and who are they going to release and how they're going to negotiate? We don't negotiate with terrorists. Are they terrorists oh, they or are they warriors? No, we negotiate. Didn't Biden just negotiate to get released a prisoner, American prisoner from over there? In Iran, in Iran. Yes, okay. I think he did. So, I mean, we do negotiate. Don't say we don't. No, but Except Iran is like, not. Oh, Iran, president. contrary to my based uh, fourth favorite Jewish hero, Bibi Netanyahu, who... People tell me is evil in the chat, but he may be, but he's our based evil, Bibi Netanyahu. Um, contrary to what Netanyahu says, you, Iran is not a terrorist state necessarily. So we can negotiate with Iran. They're not necessarily terrorists. Uh, but Hamas, Hamas, is Hamas terrorist? I don't know. What's the difference? Whatever. 
<laughs> you know, maybe we maybe we can. I I think we should wait until Trump gets in office. Maybe Trump will get back no, in that's office. That's not gonna happen. No, stop, stop. Look. Yeah, Trump Bibby is a man said, of peace and authority. Bibby said they're violating the treaty. Once they ripped it up, that means they can do what they wanted to do. Trump went away from the going over there into their lab, seeing what they got. So now they're doing Iran. How can you negotiate with them now? They're a peaceful country, but they're still turning uranium, getting closer to a nuke. But now they got their hostage. We can negotiate with you. They've been a terrorist since they went away from the nuclear deal, right? No, no, they're not terrorists. Terrorism is terrorism is a propaganda term, I think. I think them trying to get a nuke is what Benjamin Netanyahu considered terrorism because they've always been threatening annihilation of Israel. That's the existential oh. threat that they've been talking about, the reason they can't have nukes. But anyway, But talk is lost. cheap. Talk is cheap. You yeah, might but when they release a thousand prisoners for one hostage, that's real. And they got 150 nice. hostages and some American. So we might have some in the prisons here that we might be releasing back over there for our American hostages, and I don't care. Get them, let them have them, put a fence up around that place, and let's leave Israel alone. Okay. Um, you know what I'm saying? Not exactly. I, I, yeah, you, I, you I, can't I, let them have Palestine, and if Iran get involved, let Iran have Israel. you saying, okay, let's stay out of it. If Iran get involved, we still stay out of it. Let's don't try to get involved if Iran jump in the fight. Right. Let Iran jump in the fight. Let Saudi Arabia jump in the fight. Let them all duke it out. Let's yeah. put our Navy around the United States the and less, protect America. The less the liberals meddle, the better. Liberals? What are you talking about? They both on the same team. Me too. You don't even care. When I say liberals, I mean the 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 uh, the bipartisans, you know, the lame-o, liberal rhinos and Democrats. Conservatives too. Those are not conservatives. They all the Republicans. They all the DeSantis. They all the um everybody. That's why I say wait until Trump. Vote independent. You gonna vote independent women? You can vote for RFK. I vote for Dr. Cornell West. RFK, give me a break. It's Trump or nobody. He's not black. Yeah, he is. He's independent. RFK white man. is black. I saw him oh bodybuilding in Venice Beach. He's a black. Come on, man. Only blacks bodybuild in Venice Beach. Blacks like uh, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger and. Uh, oh, oh, is that the hard R, R on it? <laughs> Look, I'm getting off here. You better get the vow. <laughs> you making me blush. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> Terrible. Got me blushing. <laughs> uh, he's black-hearted, isn't he? He's a lame-o. <laughs> uh, Shout-out to the aged gals. Speaking of stuff I have to disavow, um, I censored these screenshots. It's the Vax. I disavow any mention of the Vax, of course, right? I support the Vax. You sh- I think every... I agree with the scared woman-led CDC unchristian woman-led CDC that says every human being in America, every so-called American with an asterisk, who is six months age or older should get it. Get it. Kids? <laughs> Babies? I, I saw this screenshot, and I don't know if it's real. Okay, so I don't know if it's real, but it's, 
crazy. Gals, don't identify too much with your body and your face and stuff. But look at this terrible picture uh, mashup. Tabitha Goldbaum. Goldbaum. I don't know if she's a Christian. I don't know if she's a normal white. She looks white, but I don't know if she is. Before this, I need to say it like, like a American anchor baby. Before the Smovid nineteen Schmoderna Schmaxine, <laughs> yeah, me cracking up. I think it was his first episode too. I had a nice body and muscles that wor- I worked out five to six times a week. Uh, weekly hi- five, uh, weekly hikes, ran, did yoga. Every unchristian person does yoga. Yoga. I have lost 30 pounds fully since the two schmoderna schmots in my fi- and in my face you can definitely see, you can def see the difference. And you see like one of them is her, I guess it's her, all young and pretty looking. She has collagen in her skin so it's like you know and then the second sh- photograph is her all old and Wrinkly and saggy, saggy skin, I mean, and, uh, looking more decrepit. Same smile, but my face is caved in now. I can't gain weight at all, she says. First pick, short hair in 2020, second pick, beginning of 2022, she says. And she posted this October 8th, 2023. Please do not get these schmack scenes, they're shrinely stain <laughs> And I disavow that, of course. Um, but maybe she was one of the true rare cases of, you know, schmaxine injury, schminjury. Because it, it does rarely happen, they do acknowledge. So, like, look at her 1A, this picture of her, all cute. And then 1B, all old and decrepit and under fluorescent light. And, uh, skin marks. Terrible, huh? Ooh. And then these people, these replies lie to her. (laughs) You're beautiful no matter what. Oh, come on, don't lie to her. Uh, Your battle is rough, but keep fighting. Thank you, I will never give up, I promise. You still look good. Uh, I mean, she's still mildly attractive, of course. Yeah, it's a mildly attractive gal, but when you compare before and after, two years later, is that real? Is that true? Thank you. I wish I could gain a bit of my weight back, but I'm trying. Another person. I, too, have lost 30 pounds, 13 kilograms, from Arizona. Can't put on weight. Systemic muscle and tissue wastage. Cave. <laughs> rear and hips. Nerve damage. But I'm rebuilding my gut, and now at least I think I'm pretty stable. I have very high amy- amyloids. Amyloid? Amyloids? In my blood. Possibly CNS amyloidosis. Maybe you too? Sorry to hear about your weight loss too. Horrible what's been done to us and others around the world. What, did they hold you down and make you take this thing without thinking about it first? I don't know. And I don't even know if this is from this. We're only taking their word for it. And I'm not, you know, I take it with a grain of salt. A woman's, a woman's, uh, word, you don't necessarily believe it. That's in the Bible. I'm sorry to hear the schmack scene has caused you harm, allegedly, according to you. 
I didn't get the schmaxine, but several in my family did. A couple have passed. One young nurse has been diagnosed with an aggressive cancer. I don't know, man. If you're the type to take it, then you might be the type of to get other issues. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? Anyway. You're beautiful. They're lying to her. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, I disavow that. Uh, let's look at her uh, profile. Go to number three. Um, mother, MAGA, Trump 2024. Okay, all right. Survivor of the Schmeiner, Maxine, Moderna, Maxine, COVID-19. And uh, not here for the bogus speech BS. I'm here to fight for your freedom and make you laugh in between. She's from L.A. Hey, Anaheim. So that's, uh, oh, and he, she has a William Shakespeare quote. Well, I disavow that. Women lie. Proof? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, it totally could be from, you know, the schmack scene, but I don't know. Whew. Guys, this has been the Hake Report. Let me check for any last Super Chats. Make sure you catch Walking on Water Hassan coming up in less than 10 minutes, right? Believe it. Believe it. Let me just double check over on Rumble. Uh, up, uh, over on the Buy Me a Coffees. We do have American Anchor Baby coming up after that. Okay, guys, we are all caught up. Let us enjoy Hip Hippore, Hippopotamus, by based Mary Rice Hopkins. She's a liberal because she is a musician, but she's a Christian. And uh, adios, America. I'll sit with you through it. And then stay tuned for Walking on Water, Hassan. Bye. <laughs> dun, dun. Ending early? The world is truly ending. Straight face emoji. I just want to make sure I'm done. And it's a ball, Earth. Look at this. It's discipline. I got to end by 55. See, it's about God. Look at this crab. Look at this guy. God's fingerprints are everywhere. Fingerprints. Just to show how much he cares. In between, he had 
Loads of fun. Hippo, wait a time. Hippopotamus. Everybody sing. Cute crap. It's tiny. It's like a little small. Well, adios, America. I have 15 seconds to go. See, I wasn't too early in ending the show. Catch Wow Hassan after this. Bye.